0: Hello, my name is Peter Butt, and I am part of School of Ministries International, a teaching and training program for church leaders and those who aspire to leadership. Today's devotional is on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. A number of years ago, I was invited to preach in Uganda, uh, in Kampala, at a church there, and it happened to be on Pentecost Sunday, and they asked me if I would speak on Acts chapter two. And my immediate reaction was, "Oh, that's good. I've, I've spoken so many times on Acts two, and I've heard so many messages, and I've read it so many times. That'll be that'll be quite a, an easy task." Um, But then I felt uh, the Holy Spirit speak to me. I felt God speak to me and say, I want you to read Acts 2 again. And I want to speak to you in a fresh and a new way through that chapter and show you things that you've never seen or noticed before. And so I felt challenged uh, and a little chastened uh, and I began to read and uh, as I read I felt God showed me some new and fresh uh, things from that chapter and I want to share them with you today and so I began to read when the day of Pentecost had come they were all together in one place and suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting and there appeared on them Uh, flames of fire uh, and they rested on each one of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak without a tongue as the Spirit was giving them the ability. And as I read those verses again the first thing that grabbed my attention was the amazing nature of this power encounter that those first disciples had with the Holy Spirit, this was not a weak, anemic experience. But they encountered the presence of God. There is this sense of a, uh, uh, of a serious encounter with God. You know, it's suddenly it says, and the room was filled with noise, like rushing, mighty wind. There were flames of fire on their head, and uh, uh, and then they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they all began to speak in languages that they had never learned before. And I felt, wow, you know, so often we accept a very ordinary experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit, but these early disciples here had such a powerful encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. And as I read on, I saw the dramatic nature of what happened. And and when I came to uh, verse 16, I saw that Peter spoke about this experience. And he says, this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. This is that. Joel, he said in the Old Testament, in chapter 2 of that book, spoke about this day when God would pour out of his spirit. And and Peter is saying, look, what we've experienced today is what God was speaking about uh, in those days uh, through the prophet Joel. And as I read on, I saw in verse 33 uh, that Peter speaks again about the Holy Spirit coming upon them. And he says he has poured forth this, the promise of the Holy Spirit, which you both see and hear. And it was the word this that grabbed my attention. Peter was saying, look, what we've experienced here, this is what God meant when he said he would send his Holy Spirit. And, uh, and notice what Peter says, what you both see and hear, this powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit. Uh, that uh, you can see the impact of in our lives. That's what God was talking about. And then um, later on, he goes even further in, in verse 39, and he said, this promise is for you. And so now Peter takes it one step further. He said, not only is, is the Holy Spirit for us today on this initial day of Pentecost when the church is birthed. But this experience is for you, all those of you who are listening. And if you read the passage there, you'll see that Peter speaks about you, your children, your children's children. Uh, In fact, he says to every future generation. And I think that includes us now. Uh, Wherever we are, whichever country, uh, whichever nation we live in, whichever, whatever our background, he says, this is for you. A powerful, personal encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. And I believe in these days, every Christian believer uh, should expect a powerful encounter, not only with Jesus in their salvation but with the person of the Holy Spirit as they are baptized or filled or receive the Holy Spirit. You know Jesus spoke to his disciples in Luke uh, 24 verse 49 and he said to them wait in Jerusalem until you are endued or you receive power from on high. You see he'd Told them to go and preach the gospel. Matthew twenty-eight: Go and preach. Uh, go and make disciples. Uh, Mark sixteen: Go and preach the gospel. John, uh, John's gospel: As my Father sent me, so send are you. But in Luke, there's a different message. It's not go; it's wait. It's topo. Uh, what's he mean? Is he contradicting himself? No, of course he's not contradicting himself. He's encouraging those early believers to wait until they receive power from on high. They can't go without the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, What he's saying is to do this job that I've called you to as believers, to live a life as a believer, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember uh, hearing uh, a speaker from Hong Kong, a lady called Uh, Jackie Pullinger she'd done an amazing work in in a very poor uh, and crime infested uh, part of uh, Hong Kong and she worked amongst drug addicts and uh, she had seen a number of drug addicts come into a relationship with Jesus and believe on Jesus for salvation but she was disappointed as so many of them went back to their previous life and into their previous life of addiction and she prayed one day and said god what, what what am i doing wrong why why aren't these uh new christians continuing in the faith and she felt god speak to her and say well because you're only preaching half the gospel you're bringing them into salvation but you're not introducing them to the baptism of the holy spirit and so from that day on they decided that after they had preached the gospel and and seen people come into a relationship with Jesus, they would then teach them about the Holy Spirit and lay hands on them and expect what happened in Act 2 to come upon them, that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in other tongues. And remarkably, that began to happen. So they led people into a relationship with Jesus. And then a few minutes later, once they have got through that part of the message of Uh, full salvation they then talked to them about being filled with the Holy Spirit and so within a few minutes everybody that came to faith was then filled with the Holy Spirit and they discovered that instead of many going back to uh, a life of drug drug addiction the power and enabling of the Holy Spirit uh, caused them to remain free from drug addiction. And they discovered that instead of 80% going back, 80% now pursued and kept going uh, and served God and broke through and broke free uh, from their life of addiction. You see the baptism in the Holy Spirit is not a kind of extra for those who would like uh, an experience. It's a necessary part of our Christian life, Jesus in Acts 1.8 spoke very clearly. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit is come upon you. And that word power is a traumatic word. Uh, It's the word dunamis from which we get our word dynamite. And So Peter is saying that this experience of being filled, or Jesus is saying rather, that this experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit is dynamite. It's an explosive experience that's meant to strengthen us and enable us to live how God wants us to live, and and you see there in the in that chapter in in Act Two the effect of the baptism in the holy spirit these new believers with great courage go out into the marketplace speaking in languages they've never learned and the crowd see and hear what's happening and and, and they're staggered by what they see and in uh, and four times it says they were amazed they were astonished they were perplexed uh, uh, they 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 just couldn't uh, understand what was going on but they knew it was something quite dramatic because they said we hear them speak in our own languages uh, the wonderful works of God and so they were taken with the supernatural nature of what these disciples had encountered and it's then that Peter gets up and explains to them what's happened that this is the baptism of the Holy Spirit And then he goes on to say something that's really important for every single person listening to this broadcast today. He says, uh, this is that which is spoken of by the prophet Joel, verse 17, that in the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. This is for everybody, says Peter. And then he goes on to explain that nobody is excluded but every barrier has been removed so that everyone who believes in Jesus can experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit Uh, notice what he says he says uh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy the the gender barrier is down this isn't just for the guys this isn't just for men this is for women it's for sons and daughters in verse 18 it says this is for both men and women so uh, we are all included in this wonderful promise and then um, he he says the age barrier is gone you notice what it then says it says your old men shall dream dreams your young men shall see visions it's for young but it's also for old there's no age barrier. And then it's for every race. I love the inclusiveness of this wonderful experience. If you read the list of nations that are mentioned there uh, from verse 9 to 11, you'll find that there were Europeans there. There were people from the Middle East. There were people from the Far East. There were people from Africa uh, there in Jerusalem. And Peter says, this is for you. There's no race barrier with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It's not just for white people. It's not just for black people. It's not just for uh, those in between. It's for every race, every country, every nation, every people. Uh, and it's, it doesn't depend on your social class either. You notice it says, even my bond slaves, says God, I will pour out my spirit and they will prophesy. Bond slaves were the lowest of the social class. You know, you don't earn the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It's a gift from God. And we are all included. And God wants you to experience this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, Holy Spirit baptism. Let me encourage you. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you would like to know more or sign up for any information on our teaching and training program, please visit our website, which is www.schoolofministries.org. Here you'll find details of the various schools that already exist, our contact form and the email address of our administration department. May God bless you and keep you. May you be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen.